This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. Last time on Do You Need a Ride? We are in the middle of... What do you call it? A global pandemic. Oh, yes. It's catchy. <laughs> you know what we got to do? We got to answer some fucking q and <laughs> oh, You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? Part one. Part one Q&A. of the Q&A. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and we want to send you off in style We want to welcome you back home Tell us all about it Were you scared or was it fine? Malfoy Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. And we are doing part two of the Q&A... Cliffhanger! Uh, Q&A cliffhanger. Thank you for sticking with us. We know that everyone gets nervous, like, what's going to happen next? Because, you know, oh we God. ended the last episode with a to-be-continued, and we didn't play our theme music. When you were last with us, Chris <laughs> and Karen were hanging off a cliff <laughs> in a white Volvo. And we're still here. In real life, it's been five minutes. Yeah. Just so you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to go ahead and just hold a mirror up to the editing process. Amazing. We have not stopped the car. That's the kind of world we live in now. And if you want to hear us dust off our friendship, go to the previous episode. That's episode one, man. This is episode two where we use the friendship in life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're applying that that, that cleaned off friendship to answer <laughs> your questions that you mailed in with envelopes and stamps. Yes, thank you for writing in by hand. With your feather quill pen. Now let's get right to the questions, right, Stephen? Yep. All right. First question from please or PLS gotta. They want to know must have quarantine snacks. I have to say the little little Debbie brownies have gotten me through some tough times. Um, I love them. They're really disgusting and they taste like they're made of plastic and they're, they remind me of grammar school lunches. Oh yeah. Um, I'd made a mistake of eating too much peanut butter the other day, like oh, a weird God, I did that performing dog. <laughs> <clears throat> Couldn't stop eating it. And then Out I gave a myself a crazy <laughs> cold sore because I'm really? actually allergic to nuts. Yeah. Oh really? Did you know this or this yes. is how you found out? I did it with my eyes wide open thinking I was just going to kind of get around it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the illogical kind of mindset I'm in because of this strange situation. Yeah, yeah, you can just do whatever, throw caution to your lips. It, <laughs> it was a huge mistake, though. I really regret it. Yeah, what have I been... I've been... Uh, I'm out of so much. I'm just kind of... I don't have any must-have. I, I get a lot of kind bars. I'm just getting what is easy because I don't like cooking. Right. So I never buy frozen stuff, but I've been eating a lot of Annie's stuff. Yeah. My answer is boring. I don't have a, a snack thing. 
Um, you know what I realized the other day because I went to the store and it was open and there was plenty of things to buy, but there was the energy in the store was a little too frantic for me. So I just grabbed like the five things I needed. And then as I walked by the deli area, there is a case at this Ralph's in my old neighborhood and uh, they have these casseroles, pre-made casseroles that like Ralph's makes or whatever. Uh -huh. So they're like either macaroni and cheese or rice and chicken and broccoli. Sure. Have you ever made those? No, I, I, they have them at the grocery store. They're my house, really so like, good. Yeah. If you ever feel like a homemade kind of like, um, you know, comfort food type of meal, you, all you have to do is throw those things in the, in the, uh, oven and they make them at the grocery store right yeah uh i think they like have them shipped to oh, the grocery okay. store they seem like factory made casseroles gotcha. okay, but okay. they're still really good and very comfort foodie like really get the job done in that way in general when i know i'm gonna have to cook for myself i get tortillas and ground turkey and whatever else i add to that because i'm really it's embarrassing how i don't know how to cook but I can make a mean whatever you call that. Taco. Oh, taco Hippie wrap. taco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you put any cheese in there? Uh, a little bit. I got some uh, fake cheese and then I got some real cheese, depending on how I feel at the Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, I, at, at the grocery store, the, the, when I got my casseroles, the man that was in front of me was trying to buy like 30 to 50 bags of shredded cheese and the lady had to go, oh no, sir, put that back. No. Oh yeah, yeah. What are you doing? He was going to freeze it all and... She said, she actually, I said, I think he's just scared. And then the woman goes, I think he has a side business. Oh, that's <laughs> so was, funny. She was pissed. Because because she was like, sir, you can't do that. Like, other people need cheese, too. You can't have 50. And he goes, there's no sign. And he was oh, really wow. crazy about it. Yeah. What a weirdo. I was like, I bet you he has some weird pizza place and he's just freaking out. Or he's, yeah, he's, he doesn't want to talk about his dream of bathing in a tub of queso. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that makes him feel better. That's his required snack of quarantine. Yeah, yeah, he just wants to have a queso bath. Yeah. We all we get it. Thank God, it's not us. All right, Stephen, what's the next question? All right, uh, from Bradley Langle. What was the first movie you became obsessed with? The first movie I became obsessed with? Hmm. If you listen to part one, you know Chris's answer is the man with one red shoe. No, no, it, it probably I would go back to Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I just watched it so many times oh, when I was a kid. But so good. But yeah, uh, I don't know. You do you mind going? Um, first movie I was obsessed. Well, I guess maybe we really loved. They used to always, on different holidays throughout the year, our local TV station would play The Wizard of Oz. So they would play it like on Halloween night and they would play it, some, I think at Christmas. And I think one time they played it on the 4th of July. So like our whole family, everybody piling into the living room to watch The Wizard of Oz as like a huge group of people I used to love. Um, yeah. So that was a good one. My dad would do a real good Cowardly Lion. He knew the whole song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd do the voice. Put him up. Put him up. Yeah. And then I think later on, like when I was 12, The Outsiders came out, um, oh, yeah. which I fucking I mean, loved. The, that Stevie Wonder song in that, that's, that's Stay Gold. Stay Gold is, I, can I just be obsessed with the song from the movie? Sure. Because that movie made me sad. Outsiders was a real bummer. You know, it was about a, cl a class war. Yeah. It was very real. Yeah, it really was. When Ralph Macho breaks into that burning. He saves the children. Yeah, he gets all burnt. You did it for Johnny, man. It's really sad. You did it for Johnny. Oh, that rat pack. That also, rat pack. Matt, <laughs> that rat pack of boys. <laughs> um, Matt Dillon is at his true hottest. I mean, only 80s girls understand, but Matt Dillon, having him be a teenage boy when I was like a preteen was one of the most stressful things because his pure Matt Dillon-y, I don't know if it's Italian or street or whatever, but yeah, like, yeah. He, it was like someone you'd be afraid to run into at the arcade, right. but you also couldn't take your eyes off Yeah, of. what is that, that, that movie where they are kind of wayward kids living in Vegas in these cul-de-sac type free Oh yeah, homes. Over the Edge? Over the Edge yeah. is good. So good. Yeah, that's a good uh, movie. That's amazing. That was his first film. 
the woman, the casting director oh, yeah. who found him for that, she like had to be fifteen or something. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, we got here. We go. Here's look at this beautiful child." <laughs> then he was in. Um, did you ever see My Bodyguard? I was gonna say My Bodyguard because I loved it when I was a kid, but I'm only thinking of the main curly-haired bodyguard guy and the and the other kid. What role did he play? Matt Dillon was the bully. He that was the bully. The, that the boy was trying to protect him himself by using the big kid. Yeah. From. Okay. The, my bodyguard's a great movie. Yeah, I gotta see it again. It's good. It's, it's been a long time. It's really about something. I guess I don't. Uh, man, I'm 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 blown it. I don't think I was obsessed with. I think we had. What about a skateboard movie? I mean, they really never nailed it. I, Gleaming the Cube is okay, but I laughed. You were at obsessed it with I, Gleaming the Cube. I watched it a lot, sure, because <laughs> it's all we had. Frankly, Rad is a better film with a better soundtrack. Is it? Oh yeah. Is Rad's that the one Jack good. Black's in? And I didn't. Uh, no, he's in uh, Airborne. That's a rollerblading movie, <laughs> uh, which also would have been better. It's a pretty good movie too. Unfortunately, you know, rollerblades are dumb. Yeah, they really <laughs> and are. And BMXing is cool. I just never got into it. And uh, hey, if you're out there rollerblading because you're training for hockey and you need some side-to-side exercise, I get it. Yeah. But uh, that movie, <laughs> my my friend Pat Parnell was the uh, he was the stunt coordinator. He he does, did a lot of the stunt coordination because he was a, he rode for rollerblade. So hi Pat. Hi Pat. He listens. No. Sure. No. Yes. Do you think he's on the list of celebrities that like you? You remember that Starburst <laughs> commercial where the guy skates into a giant piece of watermelon <laughs> off in the distance? That's him. Or maybe it's Sunny Delight. I just know he skated off into the desert. Do you remember uh, something, Attack of the Roller Babies or something? He did a bunch of roller blade based stunt work. When the when the roller blade tsunami hit, he was right at the peak of it. He riding that wave. Yeah, yeah. He's, Pat, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, he, he did it. We're he, proud of you. He turned it into a nice hosting. He hosts. And I bet he has, because of all that rollerblading, he has those big, huge side butt dimples. I, it's right? been, we've been naked <laughs> twice. <laughs> Both times. I do not remember anything. And actually, it's why I need to talk to him soon. Because I probably need to uh, Maybe apologize. Therapy. I don't remember the dimples. We've I just been naked. remember waking up scared. Pat, what Is did this you a do? segment for Fuel TV? Pat, don't use your power like this. Yeah, Pat was the host of the show on Fuel TV. Oh. I, uh... I, I, was, I worked I'm, on as a segment producer. I'm very familiar. Yes, it's uh, that's how I came into your life. Uh, I you barged into your living room. There, Ellie. There's your origin story from se- from episode one of this two part series. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's her origin story. We never answered that. I guess because every time we do it, we're like, yeah, I guess at that party. I, I but guess that really is the. Origin. I skimmed over it because I was like, it's the origin of our friendship, not mm-hmm. of you know. Well, my Italian great great grandma. It was how did we meet you? guys had a party we watched mac and me which I, <laughs> I i have to say i'm a little obsessed with just oh yeah if you haven't seen it man what a bizarre film it's uh mcdonald's put out an et movie yeah because they wanted to to ride on that train like it, the next year and it's they should have waited oh god they should have waited till the train got repaired they should <laughs> they should have workshopped it oh god and then put it on the train the that saddest was broken. part of that movie is in the end when the aliens become American citizens and drive off into the sunset in a convertible. Yeah. Uh, wearing He's wearing like an American flag tie. It's insane. At the end, for no reason at all, one of the aliens is chewing bubble gum because what's more American? <laughs> right. Blows a bubble and it says, to be continued. <laughs> and there was no Mac and Me part two. No, there wasn't. <laughs> they were like... That bubble gum lied. They were looking at all of the um, beautiful things that E.T. was getting and and franchising and trademarking and they were like we're gonna get a piece of this yeah except for what they didn't realize is the movie had to be good it was so yeah what they i hope they're embarrassed that and that monopoly thing oh did you watch that i did it's great i did not see it coming i loved it the whole mafia thing i was so good wow that was really uh very good i thought it would be about mcdonald's but but they were victims in it as much as the people it seemed like it seemed 
It seems Here's to that be. Starbucks again. Here's that Starbucks. Oh, such a long line. We can actually keep our eye peeled for that 99 cent store. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I might have hallucinated it, but I think it's up here. <clears throat> Did the 99 cent store have skunk butts hanging from the walls? <laughs> you may have conjured it. Yeah, that's our origin story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To answer the previous question. $10 or nothing less. Oh, wow. That's a confusing sign. Look at all that butt wipe. They've got so much of it. Yeah. I well, think they're saying that's $10. Oh, and the doors are open, so we'll go there. That's paper towels. Is it? Motherfucker. Yeah. All right. Next question. Best dad advice from Jim Kilgariff and Jim Fairbanks. Let's see. Hmm. Yes. I remember my dad teaching me many things that stand out because it's like, why do I need to know how to fight a guy who maybe has a knife? You link your thumbs together. And, uh, I, that, I, that's all I remember. I'm scared of knives. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's going to help you. And then uh, I liked a girl at the screen printing shop I was an artist at, and he said, uh, don't stick your dick in the cash register. And that always stuck out to me. Um, a lot of people say pen in the company ink, but... Uh, the good advice, I I just, he never really, we just picked up from him. Right. He lived it. Different moral things. Yeah. Yeah. It I, didn't come from church, I'll tell you that. <laughs> One time my dad said to me, uh, I was, I can't remember what we were talking about, but we were talking about somebody that was dishonest and that was stealing. It was like someone in the news. And then my dad said, you know, Karen, there are certain people in this world that can't keep their hands out of the till. And at the time I was stealing from the, from the cafe I worked at, I would take $20 at night. I did it like three or four times. I think three times. Yeah. Because in my mind, it I was, was literally, literally the till. stealing and in my mind I was rationalizing because I was like they only pay me minimum wage I hate this job other Fuck jobs them. get tips right you're just choosing your own tips we were getting tips and so <laughs> I had rationalized it and the second he said that I was like oh this is not the person I want to be it made me feel terrible I already felt terrible about myself and it was like one more thing to feel wow. terrible about and so then I always had that where it's like if nothing else in this world at least I'm not a person who who would steal because I would I never did it again and right. anytime like anything close to that feeling came around it would just be like you can have it I don't care because yeah. I would rather be the person who fucking le goes like this than the person who has to grab at fucking everything right. all the time yeah my that is we our dads are similar that way I I would just always taught never to even earn money at the expense of other people and, and that you know, he would tell me that that's what sales jobs were and everything. Like, he, he really didn't like the taking Sorry. advantage of people. He always had a story about selling insurance and feeling bad when he'd leave, knowing that it was maybe a package that person didn't need and he immediately quit. I just remember stories like that. Where yeah. It was like, don't take advantage of people. And, of course, stealing's part of that. Yeah. It's hard to, like, when you... I did have a dad that... I believe made me pretty morally sound. See, is that toilet paper or is it? It looks like toilet. It's bathroom paper. tissue. Yeah. You guys. Should we pull over and get some? I need some toilet paper. I do too. And they'll still have that when we're done. Yeah, but maybe we just run and do it right now. Okay. Right, Stephen. Yeah. 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 Do you mind it's if there. we take care but of But I mean, we have. We probably have to face the deal right now that it's going to cost ten dollars. Oh, right. Because everything's $10 in that store. That's so, fine. Yeah, I think it's fine, too. Yeah. And I, I have cash. Yeah, I got to do it. <laughs> yes. We are pulling over to buy toilet paper. <laughs> this, this shit is real. This shit is real. <laughs> it needs to be taken care of. <laughs> Pausing now. TP, TP, P. TP, P, P, P. We're back. Yes. We're back on? Mm-hmm. Yes. We're back. We had to pull over and get toilet paper. I'm very excited. Guys, we got some toilet <laughs> 12 paper. Rolls. I'm uh, so excited. We just drove past a solution and we acted fast. That was nice. Yeah. People were talking Everyone to each was other. Nice. They're desperately trying to make a connection from a distance. They were wearing masks, moving fast. I really like the couple in front of us. The the guy, the people in front of us, the man was like, oh, we're from next door. <laughs> he really wanted to like. He wanted know, to have a toilet up. paper party. 
<laughs> it was pretty, but like that amount of toilet paper in one spot, I started getting nervous for that. Like people are going to come and like go crazy. Yeah. Because there hasn't been toilet paper in my, the corner or the grocery store near my house for weeks. And it was a $10 and up store? Or yes. $10? $10 or less. $10 or less. And they didn't even, they didn't, they could have gone $10 on that. Easy. They know how people are freaking out. Yeah, they, and they went eight. They went eight. They're trying to be. They went eight and they said that the CVS is charging $8 for four packs. And that's a 12 pack of bad toilet paper. Oh, man. I think that toilet paper is one ply, if not half a ply. Sure, sure. We, that's the fold I use. You don't want your finger breaking through. <laughs> and I won't get any more detail than that. I'm not going to tell you what happened. Could you just then. explain quickly what happened? Well. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I think we, did we finish the last question before we pulled over for our wipes? I feel like the yeah. answer is, um, wipes. Wipes. <laughs> yes, the answer is... Wipes. But wipes. <laughs> that was exciting. <laughs> I know, we, we all have our own toilet paper. Yeah. Um, on hygienicism, on being hygienic, at Just Carly Things says, What songs do you guys sing in your heads while you're washing your hands? Oh, yeah. I've just been washing them. Not, I haven't been singing. I hate the birthday song. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it seems weird singing it to yourself. It's very haunted doll yeah. behavior. <laughs> the only just time I sing, sing it to happy myself to no one. is with a cupcake in front of me with one candle in it. Oh, and a knife. And a knife in the other pocket. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I haven't been singing. I should. I I like to as I wash my hands I go mama mama me mama 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 uh, what do you say? Um, uh, I don't actually. I just think of surgeons because you know, in like any kind of like doctor hospital TV show, talk about like being influenced by TV shows. But when two surgeons are washing their hands, talking to each other, and it takes like fucking three minutes, and they like scrape the back and right, right, the whole right. thing. Oh yeah. I just think about that. I take it more of an acting than a singing direction, and right. just like if you were a, sur a surgeon or playing a surgeon right now. At the end, you hold your hands in the I, air with your palms. I just stand in the kitchen face. going, George, George, get me my gloves. I, I am scalpel. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I've been, because uh, I don't trust my own towels. Mm, not clean enough? <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard to do laundry. The laundromat is the place I want to go. I have, I have clean towels, but even after they're washed, I still don't trust them. Well, but I'd I, rather air dry. I uh, that's when I use paper towels. I try to use everything, uh, not crazy, yeah. but paper towels really make me feel like. And now I have clean hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you throw it away. Yeah, I ran out of paper towels. I actually, luckily, on Amazon two weeks ago, ordered a bulk. A box of four sets of six pack, six pack uh -huh. paper towels. So if you need any paper towels, I have some. I might grab a roll. <laughs> I did not mean to hoard the way people are hoarding. I just because there was literally nothing at my grocery store. I was like, well, I better buy some paper products and just do something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that's what everyone at once thought. It was like I can control this. It's so funny that I was like, wow, what a. Weird coincidence. I actually need toilet paper. Excuse me. Yes, yeah. That was an unrelated. I have allergies to rain. I do sneezing not. is not a symptom. No, don't it get isn't. upset. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, sneezing has never been a symptom of being sick ever. I'm just allergic to the world. Yeah, that's a hay fever thing. Yeah. If, if when someone if, when I sneeze and someone's like, "Oh my God, are you sick? Do you have a cold?" I'm like, "No, I'm not a cartoon character." <laughs> Here, give me that ice pack so I can put it on my head. We all know that being sick is coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, and ability to rest. And inability to rest, yeah. There is no sneezing on that list. Okay, I think it is at the beginning. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, shit. Coughing, well, it turns coughing, out I have it. Coughing, sneezing, <laughs> stuffy <laughs> head, fever, <laughs> aches. 
Oh yeah, they so added. So you could, so you can rest medicine. They added to it. Yeah. So sorry. Well, I'm a goner. Well, bye. Next question. <laughs> all, right, all right, from Liddy Kitty Eleven. Mm. Uh, they. Mm. <laughs> what do you keep in your glove box? Chris, you want to report it? I. Oh, that's, everyone's gonna think I'm crazy. What? I An have axe. brass knuckles in my glove box. <laughs> I've been meaning to take them out. They're illegal. <laughs> I also have a round bomb with a wick. I have everything that you see at the airport silhouetted. No, I uh, I do have brass knuckles. I just have always had them. They mm -hmm. were a prop for something, but they're real. And then uh, I will not, I have every registration, every oil chip. I don't throw, it's a, a mess. I open my glove box and everything flies out except oddly gloves. Do you have the things that a cop needs to look at all in one easy to grab spot? Because yes. I would recommend that. Those are the times where you won't be able to really find anything because you're gonna be nervous. Right. Because this LAPD officer is gonna be breathing yeah. down your neck. Can I see your license and registration and just brass knuckles fly out? Oh. Uh, no, but uh, here's my certificate of being an asshole. How about a big bag of pot? I don't know why I'm keeping it in here. It's oregano, but I was in a play where I played a nasty gangster. Oh, look at that baby. Oh, it's a baby with an umbrella. I wish I had. Look at those little boots. Stop that baby from walking in the street. Look at the boots. The boots on that baby. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to look uh. at a baby. <laughs> God. Oh, you, they almost don't honk near a baby. I you know how much of a. You know what, what kind of car it was? BMW. Yeah. Of of course you're gonna honk and you have no... Gonna, ooh. Of yeah. course. Where the fuck do you have to be, prick? Bulgaria. Hey, you know, here's the thing. You don't have to fucking be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna honk near a baby? <laughs> what kind of fucking Italian are you? Let's see what you have in your glove box. Yeah. May I? That's what I kept, that's why I kept pointing to it. Oh. Oh, it's so nice and neat. Thank you. Oh, you have a little sticker. You have your uh, service. Uh, everything is organized. Service. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. This, uh, oh, all these ointments and cream. Ew. <laughs> it's just paperwork. Very minimal. That's a new car jockey box. Yes. And also, it's a jockey box, thanks, Dad, of uh, a person who fears the police. So I always am like, just keep the, don't keep all of the, the registrations you've ever had. Just right. keep the one that yeah. they want. The more paper I have in there, the more time I have to talk too much and get them to like me. <laughs> That's true. Uh, working a double shift, huh? Well, I gotta me too. say as much as you can. Try and quote your brother-in-law. He works for the city. He's a fireman. <laughs> and I just, uh, yeah, I need it. I'm going to go home and clean out my uh, car, everyone. Great. Yeah. Just make that commitment to us now. The essentials only. On part two. I will put the Thank brass you. knuckles in the house Please. where they belong. Under lock and key. <laughs> in your personal safe. Yes, my knuckle safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Driving around with no traffic and the light because it's raining, it's just gray. And I just can't tell... I can't tell how much time is passing. Right, right. I also yeah. can't, the clock for some reason isn't helping me. Yeah, and yeah, the hood on your sundial, the sundial on your hood. Oh, the hood on oh, your sundial. Christ. Oh, God. Christ's sake. Somebody put me down. <laughs> I'm just stoked about the toilet paper. Yeah, I don't me really too. give a shit what happens after I, this. I never thought at any point in my life I'd be excited about 12 rolls of toilet paper. Also, the guy that rang us up was just like, loving life at the $10 and under store in Glendale. Yeah. Highly recommend. What a happy place. Yeah. He had also weird black latex gloves on. Yeah, it looked kind of cool. He had like long black undershirt, like under armor with that, that uh, segued nicely into those rubber gloves. Yeah, he was kind of like a trainer dentist. It was gross. He was like a executioner surgeon. Yeah, like it was a, hot. He was like a goth hot surgeon. He was like a black market toilet paper dealer that also jogs and is in a running club. <laughs> 
You know, my favorite thing is when two people, like we have friends who are um, a couple and very, they're both very physically fit. I just call them the running club. <laughs> oh, it's such a good slam. They, they Not in front of them. Of <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, is the running club going to be there? <laughs> That's great. It's a pretty good, uh, makes me, you know what? It makes my fat ass feel better. And so <laughs> oh, that stop. in this day and age, that's what we're looking for. I Comedy think, to relieve the soul. Yeah, yeah. It's exercise with, a, it's just like, I don't know why it's something I want to do alone. <laughs> but it is. But yeah, I think this in this day and age, I understand the value of getting hot and then meeting someone while you're getting hot at like CrossFit. Yeah, God, yeah, God yeah. You don't get hot with someone. What's the reason? You, you do it beforehand, but don't let them see you do it. <laughs> do it behind closed doors. Do it behind Jog in back. the closet. Jog in place. <laughs> jog in the shower. I'm just going to go do some work at the office. It's and not... jog. Run for your life. <laughs> Get out of that relationship. <laughs> it's been taken from you. Okay, Do next question. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I had another version. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Don't run. Yeah. <laughs> run. Uh, I just, I just, if I'm going to go running I, and you're also going to go running, I'll be like, okay, see you when you get back. Yeah. Let's yeah. go in different directions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. All right. I don't like walking up the same set of stairs with people because at the top you're out of breath in different ways and that's always humiliating. Yeah, yeah. Now I have to be confronted about my lungs because <sighs> you have better bronchial tubes. Oh, I guess you do go upstairs all the time. Well, I don't. Yeah. I hate these lung showboats out there. <laughs> sick of it. Okay. Okay. All right. Steven. All right. Uh, Steven. Uh, Rocket Sora says, I want to hear concert stories, shows that ruled, shows that sucked, shows we wouldn't expect you to be rocking out at, just about your experience with live music. Hmm. I, an old, old girlfriend of mine worked. Uh, How old was she? she was, you dated an old lady? Yeah, yeah. She was <laughs> of a certain age, but, it, you know, I was caring for her, and then one day the light hit her, 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 her wig. I just went for it. Anyway, she used to uh, volunteer uh, work on uh, Austin City Limits, and I, would, I oh, got shit. to see, you know, like, are acts that I would never like Patty Loveless or like stuff that I wasn't into into like country almost yep. acts and they're so good. loved it yeah so good living in Austin alone was that way but the coolest thing yeah I'm gonna have to say I felt lucky to see it when when uh, Beck was did that see I believe it was Sea Change Ooh, that album I love that album he toured with Flaming Lips as his band and so. Wayne, the singer of Flaming Lips, just kind of did lighting stuff and played with flashlights. Well, <laughs> and they did Beck songs, but they Beck also sang some Flaming Lips songs. Oh, that's cool. Um, they shared, and it was the, it was, and it's the recording of a show. The PBS show is is uh, Austin City Limits. It's I always thought it was outside, by the way, but it's in a studio with just a, a mural in the background with lights in it uh, I always thought it was a city escape anyway they they did the whole <laughs> concert and then said uh, we made a few mistakes we're gonna do the whole thing over again and they just did it better Shit. And, and did all the songs over again that's incredible so I got to see a concert twice that was another hell yeah yeah that was really cool that's great well I guess my answer like the most foremost is I had the great good fortune of being in the Largo scene when John Bryan and the Comedy Night came yeah. up in the 90s. And because they blended, Flanagan, who owned it, kind of blended the two together. Um, or at least people would, of course, you're not pulling over. Oh, good you're good job, one. dipshit. A good thing you got in front of us. Oh, uh, if I had my brass knuckles on me. <laughs> I want to spread negative feelings around. Yeah. The only people that are also driving around. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so 
I think stand out from that, and this is a humongous brag, but Elliot Smith used to be around all the time during the um, either or album days. Sure. And so I got to see him perform off that album and the uh, and a couple of the subsequent albums. Before, and then get on stage right after him and do stand up, right? Yes. And also I had a conversation with him one time. He was very shy and he was really, really nice. And he would come to people's parties and stuff, like smaller parties whatever I had a conversation with him at one night at Largo where he told me he hated the sound of his own singing voice and I it was everything I could do not to grab him to be like because I remember so John Bryan produced um, he, he produced he started producing for Elliot Smith but the when Mary Lynn Rice Cub played me either or, uh-huh. she put on the CD in her car and goes, hold on, listen to this. And then we just drove around listening to that album before it came out and we were freaking out. Yeah. It was so beautiful and incredible and moving. Yeah. And he, it was important to me when it came out. It's yeah. so good. And he was, he hated the sound of his own voice. It killed me. It was one of the most heartbreaking kind of things to know about a person where it's like, yeah, but it's so good and you don't, you won't know it. Like, you refuse to know it. And heartbreaking to know that the minute you hear that he killed himself, that that he didn't he didn't even like his own singing. He doesn't even know how much people loved him. And he couldn't... Yeah, it's, it's so awful. It's yeah. important to listen to other people and not just yourself, especially about you. Yeah, oh, right. Because, when, when it comes yeah. to someone telling you you're great, because believe them. Because artists don't fucking know, and they think they know everything because they've gotten themselves to the point where they are being paid attention to, but you still fuck yourself up because your experience on stage is psychotic compared to what other people are experiencing. Right. I can't tell you how many times I've done comedy and been like, oh, that was terrible. Yeah. And then people are like, oh my God, that's my favorite thing ever. And it's just like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's most times yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You do that a lot to yourself where I'm like, everyone was screaming and dying and you're like, that, no, never doing it again. But there are times where I'm like, I really did well that time. Okay, I'm just, uh, I'm really paying too much attention. I guess. (laughs) Well, or we focus on just the things that we're worried about and don't take in the things that people love that we like the idea that Elliot Smith thought he was supposed to have like a voice like fucking uh, who? Yeah. Like who, who did he think we wanted him to sing like Elvis? Who gives a fuck? Like it was his own original voice that was so beautiful and meaningful and like expressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge Jimi Hendrix fan at all, but I appreciate him. And, uh, he he famously always said, yeah, I'm a terrible singer. And he's not, I like it. It was cool. I've ever heard the song Crosstown Traffic. It's one of the best. I need to listen to more. I've been meaning to listen to him and Tom Waits. (laughs) I just (laughs) pretend I like it. Tom, Tom Waits is tough because he really does sound like he is in, has a medical condition. Yeah, and yeah. That he's, that he's trying to sing through his laryngitis. He has the clinical uh, version <laughs> of, uh, he's got gravel on the throat. <laughs> but There's he writes rocks. the most beautiful songs. Yeah, yeah, he really yeah. is the most talented songwriter, Yeah. piano player, singer. But man, it's painful. Yeah, I wish. When I moved here, it was on the, the tail end of the, I only got to be at the old Largo a handful of times for Greg Barrett's show. He's the one that, right. right when I moved here, I got to be on that stage and it was still, still one of the biggest honors just because I knew so much about it. It was cool. For the time it lasted, it was cool. And also in the beginning, no one knew. It was just another place to do shows. And it was kind of, it ended right when, or like Flanagan moved right when everyone started to get an attitude or like the, yeah, man, it's our night or whatever. And then it kind of ended and everyone was like, oh, that's over. I guess we don't get to have that anymore. Yeah. The only time, uh, the new Largo is great, but it's more of a, like, it's a theater and it seems like. Like this. Oh, I, shit. What I, you better do well there because it's packed. And it's three hundred people. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. the old it, it just felt great. And people were eating uh, really good food. Like it's it's just you're performing for a bunch of people with a giant plate of <laughs> chicken and mashed spaghetti. potatoes. Yeah. Yes, and uh, crazy. But people would maybe know it if you ever saw the original like Tenacious D, like before it was. When it was just an HBO thing, along wasn't that on the stage? At no, you know Margo? what's funny? That was the old Virgil. 
um, oh, really? when the Virgil is called the garage, they film that. Yeah, because actually in that thing, I'm play a waitress. You never see me do anything, but I am basically, I'm background playing a waitress in that video in the Tenacious D, that first one. Wasn't that around the time or just after oh, yeah. Girls Guitar Club? Yes. Were you ever like, God damn it, we, we were doing this? No, 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 no. Um, those guys did it first yeah. and oh, they okay. did it very, so well. Like our thing. It's things, very different. It's, it's the guys, opposite. Yeah, but yeah. They so. had us open for them at the Viper Room. I was, that was my next question. Yeah, we opened for them and... So rad, that would be so great. We got heckled almost the whole time because it was our first yeah. foray into bro comedy. Yeah, metalhead people come too. Well, it's like comedy yeah. nerds. They're so... Oh, really? Yeah, territorial comedy nerds are like, what the fuck is this? And you're just like, wow. And then I remember at one point, and we kind of sucked, you know, it built up after a while that we we closed strong but it was like you really had to be patient and they were not well and then i looked to the side i was a fan thank you i looked over to the side during that show and there was elijah wood just was it elijah wood or um I, toby mcguire yes it was toby, it was toby mcguire <laughs> know, it was so, toby mcguire oh, and he was just so staring funny. at me with he didn't look like he liked it and he didn't look like he, he hated it and it was the weirdest feeling where i was like i think i would like it better if he didn't like it well that's you just described every movie he's in <laughs> <laughs> he's mr neutral i'm not sure how he felt about being spider-man i don't what what were the cider house rules i had got no sense of it did you like the rules or did you hate the rules <laughs> Dead faced, then everyone wants dead faced, adorable. Dead faced and big eyed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. All right, um, this is from Shell New. Uh, new Angelina over here. What are some of your favorite spots, favorite things to do in the city? Stephen, are... are you sick? I swear to God, I'll kick you out of this car. No, I was just podcasting before this. Oh, God. Okay. Um, do you need a lozenge? Uh, yes, I will, I will take a lozenge. Um, what are some of your favorite things to do or places to go? Um, off the beaten path in the city? Well, I've been just recently discovering in my neighborhood, because I'm like, I have to do something. I'm not going to pull on rubber bands and lift weights in my living room <laughs> or watch P90X. I've just started hiking. And there's Elysian Park is right by my house. Mm. I didn't realize it is my mini Runyon Canyon. And I've been... And it's been pouring rain like it is right now, so it's all lush and green. Yeah. And there's flowers everywhere. And I'm like, oh my god, I live near... If you squint, it looks like wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really beautiful, and I've, I've been... I've been really enjoying that, so... there, oh, nice. There is, in this city, what... And it's so funny, you can live here for years and not really... Uh, you can ignore it, but there's the, the outdoors, the access to just outdoorsy situations, like even just going up to Big Bear. It's, it, that's my favorite thing is that yeah. we are so close. To so close. Things. Sure, the ocean, we all know that's great. No one cares. There's also mountains and pine trees in the other direction. So close. Yeah. Like totally different atmosphere. It's great. So yeah, when you, if you move here and you're focused on, oh my God, I hate driving, Make sure that you also balance that out with with uh, being outdoorsy, if, if that's what you want to do. And if you hate driving, how about you don't move here? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the other the, thing. the whole fucking point of yeah, this entire city. Everyone has opinions about this place, that people are a certain way or whatever. But yes, traffic, I will give you that. It is bad and it's getting worse. But everyone, you go to fucking Toledo. Is that still a city? <laughs> and they, they'll complain about traffic. It's I went just, back to Ohio. I went to Boise. That city was gone. Oh, who's that? Uh, that's the Pretenders. Oh, yeah. I really like Chrissy Hines. She's cool. What's your favorite hidden gem? Oh, you know what? The first thing that popped into my head was not in the city. Well, first of all, the Arts District downtown. Look at Whitmer Thomas on a billboard. Oh, I know. People say that his special is great. It's, it is great. It's incredible. I love I it. it. Oh, I you loved it? it. Loved Everybody it. loved it? Yeah. Yay. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I have a very hard time watching people's comedy specials. It 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 really takes it out of me. It is. It's I great. get so nervous. I get. I don't want to have a bad opinion. I get really whatever. But then, but every single person that's watched it is delighted and enthralled. It is different. It's the the behind the scenes documentary side of it is is very sweet and important. That's and, great. Uh, 
He's the best. He and he's a great actor. I'm I'm I hope he's on some kind of a star track. Oh, he is. Because he deserves it. He was in a um, short film uh, that I watched one time and he was Did that so have to do with swimming. Good. Yes, he was the dick boyfriend. He was the dick boyfriend that the mom pays off. Oh, right. Oh, right. It's, it's such a good short film. Yeah. Joey shit. Joey, somebody, Italian last name, made it. Nah. Whitmer Thomas, I bet you it's on IMDb. Yeah, yeah, watch it special, HBO. So the first thing I was going to say was I like parts of downtown. I don't know if that is true, though. I like Sometimes I think I would like to live downtown in those arts district spots. Yeah, yeah. Because there is that cool railroad tracks, and but then around the corner is a fancy restaurant, but then also there's people making something in a warehouse like I like the general There's the, vibe uh, ignored for two days dead body factor though exactly yeah. there is a, a really intense not just oh this is a bad part of town but things are happening down here that are not humane right and that shit is bad for you to be around so this, yeah guy covered blood on a wound on its head vampire teeth holding a baseball bat with nails in the end of it I've yeah. seen that yeah shit yeah. Yeah, just keep driving. So don't go down there. I would say instead, you are also very close to Pasadena, and there is a... Oh, what the With fuck? With a little lady? Uh, Sorry. <laughs> there's a museum in Pasadena um, that I'll I need to say the name of in four minutes because I won't be able to think of it right now. But it's a very small museum. I need to go to it. I haven't seen it. It's so good and it has a bunch of it has a bunch of Van Goghs. It has a bunch of Degas. It has it it's the motherfucker. Steven, please help me. Uh, Norton Simon? Yes. It's the Norton Simon Museum. They have Van Goghs? You know he's, oh, yeah. he's the best uh, painter I think. I agree. He's my favorite. Van Gogh's amazing. Um, and the Norton mix. Simon was a rich guy, and he, this was his actual personal art collection. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's nutso. So that's a great little spot. Like, that's a good place to take your parents when you don't know what to do right. with your parents. Yeah, yeah, art gallery. You got, I did so far. I've, I've been to the the Broad, the Broad, the Breed, the Brood, the Broad. I think it's the Broad. I was right the 12th time. <laughs> the broad. I th I've heard Aww. people say Broad. Uh... Because broad is like, hey, Dame. This broad is not a good enough museum. <laughs> oh, you don't like my paints? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I gotta go to more art museums. I always say that when I'm doing stand up in some city. I'm like, I'll go to the museum. Uh, but just watch Disney pants. <laughs> Disney pants <laughs> with my channel off. You're. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you know that when we were in Amsterdam, whenever we were in Europe on tour, I had plans three days in a row. Oh, we weren't there that long. Two days in a row to go to the Van Gogh Museum, and everyone's like, "You have to go. It's amazing. It's amazing." Never fucking did it, and I was truly like maybe five blocks away from it. Oh man! Yeah, so that, I really regret it. Yeah, he is just the best, and he had a brother that was like made a living as an artist he didn't sell a painting i think he sold a painting for like 400 bucks in his life but he didn't become a famous artist till he is dead yeah that's always just like uh the coolest <laughs> to me uh, it's tragic but it's cool it's very cool and also it's the thing where his the way his style of painting was not popular it was completely new so of course all those fucking hacks hated it which is how it always happens in art. It's very threatening when you have something that's like, what's this? It's, it's not what I'm doing. Yeah. And everyone shits a brick. And then like, you know, a hundred years later, people are like, they're number one. They're number one. I hope he and Ella, Elliot Smith are just bragging about how rad oh, they were. Oh, I hope they, I hope they're in heaven realizing. <laughs> heaven. Realizing. And heaven. <laughs> Oh, the whole time we do been doing an impression of the lead singer of the Psychedelic Furs. Oh, God. This That's whole who time. that is. I thought he was like a cement worker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last handful of questions, Stephen? Yeah, I think we're, we're wrapping it up. We're, I mean, right? Oh, yeah. What, I more, hear that. what more does anyone want? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. I mean, we're all about to faint from exhaustion. Come on. <laughs> um, at Heather, yeah, at Heather on the Hill, 
What's one thing from science fiction you wish was real? Mine, <laughs> teleporting. Nice. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, imagine all the, especially now it had come in handy. Teleporting's a good one. Um, I guess my whole life, the one that I'm like, would I like it or would I not like it? I guess that's more just being a vampire is just <laughs> living forever. I've, mm. I've decided like, no way. Mm -mm. But when you're a kid and I was so scared of dying when I was a kid, I'm like, wait, this is a limited time. That's is this the a most... limited run? Yeah, that's, I've, uh, I always wanted, uh, I don't know if I want uh Sci-fi. I have to think. Uh, I know uh, sci-fi. I don't ever want to end up in a cocoon, some sort of a cocoon. That's a bad. That's a bad sign. Are you thinking of Lord of the Rings with the there, big the big spider wraps up Elijah Wood oh, slash Tobey Maguire? It's every sci-fi movie at some point they go. It looks like this is some kind of cocoon, and then you know. Boom. Yeah. Then you know we're all fucked. I would say mine is the medical situation in Star Trek where they just kind of run a pen over you and they're like you have light cancer we're curing it now oh yeah with another pen Future, futuristic light uh, immediate full body x-ray that's like you have a problem but it's no it used to be a problem now it's just like a passing issue that we'll take care of immediately yeah don't yeah. worry about your uh, cancer it'd be so nice just be so nice infrared scanning of all your cancer and let everybody just be healthy and, and let's not have super viruses anymore yeah yeah i wish the fu the future was not what the past was <laughs> the future <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't have the best answer for that one okay you can stick with cocoons yeah i don't want to be in a movie cocoon. called cocoon <laughs> yeah if I do end up in a cocoon, I hope it's that one that helps me breakdance as an elderly man. <laughs> I want to dive into your pool. Your cocoon pool. <laughs> the worst hit. The worst uh, pickup line. Oh, yeah. Pretty. That is pretty <laughs> gross. I apologize. Um, okay, Stephen. At Alicia Lynn PNW, uh, what should we use as currency when our current financial system collapses? Oh, hmm. I suppose... Pelts and gold bullion. <laughs> uh, well, clearly it's going to be toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like We've already reached it's, it. It's happening. We just got excited about toilet paper. Well, <laughs> we, we, we just all, made an investment. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, water. <clears throat> It'll be water. That's oh, not yeah. funny, but. True. Oh, water. and that's what the Mad Max thing is. Yeah. Fresh water. That's Otherwise, right. you're going to grow gills on your neck and learn how to boat. Yeah, I don't want to answer this question. It's too dark. It's <laughs> too dark. It's also, it won't be my job to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I shouldn't be, and I can't. I'm afraid it'll still be money, just <laughs> a lot of people won't have it. Yeah, it'll they'll figure out something money. else. It'll be like bananas, whatever, but yeah. nobody can have the it'll bananas. Be some cryptocurrency that I still don't, I can't even grasp it. It exists, and I don't know what it is. This house is always interesting, or, or is it angering? It's a... It looks like a cruise ship. It looks like a ship. But it's a house. Uh, with also, a fence around it. Yeah, it seems like it's that's all about wheelchair access. <laughs> oh, I bet you it's apartments. Yeah. Instead of a house. That'd be a weird oh, house. They run a clean, tight <clears throat> ship there. Uh, okay. Steven. All right. Um, at Kim underscore Kim Postable. <laughs> what, what's the dumbest thing you believed as a child? Boy, so many. That love was real. <laughs> that I would never die. <laughs> <laughs> that I could have my own cocoon. Yeah. There was a brief period where I thought I was living forever. Um, yeah. I don't know. The dumbest thing I believed as a child. God, this is... I could think of something if given more time. Uh, I used to want my mom to fill out all the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes packets. I didn't understand why she wouldn't just try. And she'd be like, Karen, throw it away. It's garbage. They just, that's all, they're trying to get money out of you. And I'm like, mother, everybody has a chance to win. I remember to like walking her through the packet. 
one time because we got the big envelope with yeah, Ed yeah. McMahon's picture on it. Oh, it whatever. is Ed McMahon's thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I was just like, Mom, we could win this. And she's like, it's not real, Karen. Throw it away. And I'm like, you're a quitter. You're a fucking cynic and a quitter. <laughs> I was so mad. People do win. They do. That's what they said. Although, then we watched the McMillian documentary yeah. and for the fucking sake. So yeah. she was right all along. Sorry, yeah. Pat. Sorry, Pat. I should have listened to you. Last question. This might be a good one to go out on. Great. At Karen Reads Books. <laughs> Not uh, really. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite dad joke? Oh, that's kind of full circle. Yeah, man. I can't use say look what I almost stepped in. Uh, <laughs> I, when I recorded this podcast with my dad, there was, we drove by a man. I didn't see it coming. I've heard this before, but it was just... When a dad joke is applied at the perfect moment, mm -hmm. uh, there was just a guy I, in the middle of this pasture walking around. He wasn't farming. There was no animals near him. He was just standing in the field like a... And and my, I was like, what the hell is that guy doing? And my dad said, he's outstanding in his field. Mm -hmm. And it made me laugh because the moment he said it right away, it was quick. Yep. It's a dad. It's a dad... Uh, definite dad joke for sure that my dad said <laughs> so it's actually a dad joke my favorite dad joke <laughs> moment uh you know what's funny and i think this is true for both of us is um we have i won't block you i'll block steven uh, i could actually park anywhere i want oh yeah turns out yeah. um they always park in our spots my dad is so much funnier than most dad jokes. Like, you know, dad jokes are about like dads being hacks right, or whatever. Yeah. But my yeah. dad is truly hilarious. And the thing that makes me laugh the hardest is he'll do characters. Uh, oh, so here's an example. My sister with this whole quarantine thing, my dad was like, well, I got I'm going to go down to the hospital, pick up my medicine. My sister like, don't go to a fucking hospital. You're almost 80. Like stop going to places where sick people are. Stop going to play. Like, don't go to the grocery store. I'll yeah. go for you. And he wouldn't do it. And she, and my sister being a teacher was getting all the CDC information, like first line. So uh -huh. she knew about all the bad shit first and early. So she was trying to tell my dad and he wouldn't listen. He kept doing whatever. And he was, and then one day he went to Costco and she lost her shit. And she was like, stop going into these big groups. You're going to die. I'm going to have to deal with it. Like she <laughs> went crazy and then hung up the phone on him. And then she, ha she felt bad until like a half an hour later, she calls him back and he <laughs> answers, uh, Costco delivery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best. And that is a, that's my dad's sense of humor in a nutshell. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Pretty I think funny. my favorite phone thing that my dad always did is, and it makes no sense, but I did it for years when, cause it throws off anyone, especially if people are calling and trying to sell something, the phone would ring and he'd pick up and just go telephone. And then they just, <laughs> they stand there. They just don't say anything. Yeah. It throws off anyone if you just say telephone. Yeah. They're like, I'm the, hello? What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just telephone. pick it up and say what it is <laughs> into it. I think that's great. That, yeah, it throws off the script. Yeah. Yeah. I like telephone. Guys, another legendary Q&A episode. nonstop. How do we do it? White hot the whole time. Zero to no lulls, even when we pulled over to buy toilet paper. <laughs> Although I have to say, Stephen's voice got raspy. Now my throat hurts. No. That's all I'm saying. It's if this is it, what a way to go, everybody. Yeah, you just listened <laughs> to us all contracting a virus. <laughs> I mean, mine, I've, I've had better throat days. Right. But it's raining and the yes. temperature's down and, right. you know, I've had the AC weirdly on because we have to keep it on for right, right. this. Who knows? We're fine. We were, we've been talking for two straight hours. I saw a video where you, all you have to do is keep the uh, virus at uh, uh, 55 degrees Celsius. So you blow a hairdryer <laughs> up your nostrils uh, and it kills the virus because it stays in your nasal cavity. So we're fine. That if you have a hairdryer... Just blow it up. I really did. That seems But I watched fake. it. I, it very much seems fake. And <laughs> very much so. But then I watched the whole thing and I'm like, oh, why does this make sense? Why does a, this feel so good? It was well produced. You know who made it? <laughs> the guy at the $10 and under store. Oh, God. Oh. Black gloves and a long black jacket. 
What are you, coach youth soccer? <laughs> I coach youth goth soccer, but I'm super happy. But also, want some toilet paper? Yeah, he was the best. All right, well, you know, peace and love out to that guy only. I read Rastafari. <laughs> and we'll see you soon. We yeah. love you. Take care. Please do. Stay strong. Stay strong, but not near one another. Nope. You've been listening. <laughs> do you need a ride? BYN. AR. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Malhorn. <laughs> Uh, with Karen and Chris. <laughs>